welcome everybody to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I'm so thrilled to have you here today. We have a very exciting show for you. We're going to be talking about arguing. Why do women argue? Why do men argue? How does it happen? Why does it happen? What can you do to prevent it? And uh, what can you do to soften the situation and make it go away and make it get resolved? All right. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, if you happen to have missed last week's show, we had a great show for you. We were talking about sex trends. Uh, what's going on today from new toys, techniques, and trends. Um, if if you want to miss uh, last week's episode, if you want, if you happen to have missed last week's episode, and you want to do some catching up, you can go go to uh, find it very easily. Just go to Google, SoundCloud, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Google SoundCloud, the Men's Advocate Show, and you can listen to that show and any and all of my archive shows. Also, we are on TuneIn, and you can listen to the archive shows there as well. All right, so um, we're talking talking today about how to argue with a woman. So uh, what to do, what not to do, what will escalate the fight, what will soften the situation. All right, that's what we're going to do today. So um, chime in on our topic. You can call us at 951-922-3532, 951-922-3532. If you happen to be uh, long distance or even international, you can call us on our Skype line. It's a free call to you. Our Skype handle is the same uh, name and number as the show. That's Linda Gross. 1490, Linda Gross, 1490. So I'll look for your calls uh, with, with that uh, in mind. Okay, so let's hop into it. Why do couples fight? Aha, that's a good question, right? It's not for the reasons that you may think. Uh, actually, men fight because they want to be right. Women don't fight for that reason. Women fight because she wants to be heard that you're not paying attention to her, you're not listening to her, and somehow or another this same fight ends up being recurring. So that if it's a recurring fight, it definitely means that there's no resolution because if you were listening, if the two of you were listening to each other, you would understand the situation, acknowledge it, figure out a game plan on how to solve it in the future, and move past it. So basically, her underlying notion is to be heard, okay? So it's a very different dynamic. So um, you have to, I know you guys want to be right, but you have to drop that dynamic because you're not going to get too far with regard to the discussion if you stay on that platform it's not going to be very effective because she's not fighting with the same tools as you are. So you're just going to go in circles. All right, let's bring up some uh, thoughts as to what not to do. Okay, so um, what not to do is don't go in for the kill. At the end of the day, you want to get past the fight and get along. You're not here to kill the prey. So it's not the same thing as, as hunting from 10,000 years ago. She's not your enemy. Uh, she's not your prey. You're a team. You guys have to look at it as us, as a we, and uh, not as she 
and me. Okay, so you're in this together, and if you hurt her, you're really hurting yourself because now you're a unit. You're a family unit, or you're a couple. You're a unit. You're you're supposed to be thinking on the same page together. Okay, one common guy habit is for the guys to get angrier than she. I see this all the time. It's it is absolutely not effective. And I don't know why guys want to go there. Well, I do know why guys want to go there because it's a very selfish move. If you, if she brings up a topic and you get angrier than she is, now it takes the focus off of her. You don't have to interact because now the focus is on back on you. It's, it's a very decided power play. It's not one that works. But it is a power play that a lot of guys use, and that's to get angrier than she. Don't use that one. It doesn't work, and you're just going to escalate the fight and add more fuel to the fire. So why do that? So from her end, your taking this position actually um, is the height of not of her not being heard. So that's another reason why not to do it. Okay. It also shows that you don't know how to fight properly, that you don't know how to fight fairly, because this is an unfair dynamic. It's an unfair move. You're actually dismissing and discounting what she's saying, which is the opposite of what she wants you to be doing, which is listening. Um, you're discounting what she's saying and making light of it or making nothing of it and that's that's all going to end up bad. So let's not go there. Okay. All right. Um, another trait that a lot of men do with regard to arguing is they stick to the topic. Okay. Makes sense. So why do men stick to the topic? Because they're linear. They want to get from point X to point Y. They're linear. I get it. But that's not how her brain operates. Her brain is not linear. So you guys sometimes have to listen to other points of view because she might bring up um, an adjunct topic that has nothing to do with the topic that you're fighting about, but sometimes this secondary topic does relate to them. So one way of being heard is for you to listen to the secondary topic because it might relate. Does that make sense? So you can't be too focused on the single issue, the single issue, because sometimes it's more than the single issue. Okay? Makes sense? So just let her go there. Just let the fishing uh, line out. Let the reel out a little bit. You know, you, I'm not saying let her carry on for hours on end or minutes on end, but let it go a little bit and see. And if she's really getting lost, you can circle it back and say, okay, reel it in you know, what point are you trying to make or whatever, and reel her back in. But listen to the secondary topic because it might relate to whatever the, whatever the primary topic is. And she feels good when you let her do that because now she knows that you're really listening, okay? Okay, so another trait that sometimes angry couples do is they go to bed angry. So instead of doing that, what I'd like you to do is say, is let's postpone it, okay? So instead, let's say, I really want to hear what you have to say. Can we continue this tomorrow, maybe after work, maybe over a glass of wine? 
And that way, she knows that you're not being dismissive, that you do have it on your mind, you have made an appointment to pick up where you guys left off, and she will happily delay and postpone the conversation when you do that. So it's better to not cut her off at the knees because that looks like you're uncaring and not hearing. So it's better to postpone it, make a date to carry on. Okay, if you've just joined us, you're listening to The Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Do call us. Our phone number is 951-922-3532, We're going to talk to you right back after the break and catch up on more uh, tips on arguing. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. So uh, happy to have you here today. We're talking about arguing. So what's the best way to argue with your woman? Um, what to do, what not to do, what will escalate the fight, what will soften the situation? Let's get down to it, shall we? Call me at 951-922-3532. 3532. So anyway, we were talking about um, going to bed angry. Um, another bad uh, technique is to take a break. Um, you know, for, for the guy to take a break, it means that he's had enough, it's up to here, and he doesn't want to deal with you anymore. Um, that's all well and good for a guy, but that doesn't work for her. So um, again, with the, with the going 
walking to bed angry situation, you can use the same tactic. So instead of just, you know, hopping in your car and driving off mad and nothing is resolved, instead of doing that, if you really do need a break, um, instead postpone it and set a new date and time as to when you can pick up the conversation. Maybe you do need a little breathing room to think over what the issue was or what the conversation was, and you'll be a better person for it when you come back to the table fresh. So tell that to her. Say that you need to have a little bit of a break and, um, you know, you'd like to stew on what she says. So that way she knows you're listening and she likes that. She, she likes that answer. Otherwise, just taking a break and running off is the opposite of what I teach. Um, it's the opposite of what I call third C, which is caring. Um, by the way, you can find out about this C and all four of my C's. Um, these are four traits that I profess that a, if a guy does them, he can win over any woman, anywhere, anytime, for any reason. This can you can use these techniques on your, um, you know, your one night stand girl, all the way up to your forever girl, and everything in between. The name of my book, by the way, is called Mastering Women. That's Mastering Women, and you can find this on Amazon. It's available in paperback as well as the ebook. The ebook you can download in 90 seconds and have it in your hot little hands. All right, so we were talking about third C. So um, disconnecting from her is the opposite of third C, which is caring. So you want to do things that connect with her, that you know, you know, plug into her and energize her, not the opposite of that. Okay, what else to avoid? Name calling. This is very debasing. I mean, you know, I know a lot of parents use this technique with regard to the child. It's a dominance technique. Um, don't don't use this technique, you know, on your woman. It's just, it's not polite. It's not becoming. Um, it's a power play it's more like a bully pl power play than anything else. It's not very effective as a couple. Um, like I said, you want to see yourselves as a unit, as united, as on the same page. She's your equal. So the name calling really is not a good way to go. So, I mean, if you find yourself habitually name calling this person, maybe she's not your girl. I mean, if you really think that little of her that you need to belittle her, um, maybe you need to think about splitting up because uh, it's, it's just not working. So I would avoid that. Um, avoid also the bullying, um, you know, and also uh, if there is physical pushing or shoving, uh, um, these are all forms of domination and intimidation. Again, you're taking yourself off topic from whatever it is she's discussing, and, and um, it's a power play, but it's not an effective power play if you guys want to get along and be together. So why go there? You're going to have to think of some techniques to use that don't involve domination. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not a very loving place to come from. Okay, um, so what are some good things to do? So some good things to do are own up to your part of the fight. Ooh, this is a heavy one. Um, this is heavy on a lot of levels because in order to do that, first you have to be listening. 
Okay, and then you have to be an active listener to respond to whatever she is saying. And then you have to take ownership for whatever it is. So I know for a lot of guys, this is really hard to do, but it's very effective. It's it's not only will it get you through the fight, it is a bonding mechanism. It's a step that brings you closer together with your woman. So, of course, if there is you know, 10% truth to what she says, then own up to that 10%. Um, it really is a very bonding uh, mechanism to use. And it's one that I want you to use in your, in your arsenal, use in your toolbox. Okay. And then take it a step further, verbalize what part of the, of the equation you are responsible for. Wow. See that? Okay, that, that earns a lot of, lot of points with your woman by doing that. Another one that I know it's really, is really hard for guys to do is to say, I'm sorry. I know, the dreaded I'm sorry. I don't want you to say it, you know, uh, blatantly or if you don't mean it. You know, I only want you to say it if you really do mean it. Um, I think women use the, the words I'm sorry way too often. Statistics show that women say, I'm sorry, six times a day. I mean, for stuff that they're not even responsible for, women will still say, I'm sorry. Like if somebody else dropped the book, this woman will say, I'm sorry, and it's not even her fault or whatever it is. So anyway, I think women overuse that term. Men, on the other hand, underuse that term. Uh, statistically, men only say, I'm sorry, three times a year. Yeah. That's a big difference there. It's a big gender difference. So why is it that men infrequently say, I'm sorry? It's because men hate to be wrong. So I think you have to get over the notion of equating these sorts of things with being wrong. Because sometimes, you know, what you gain in the long run far outweighs your staying stuck on, okay, I don't want to be wrong. So... Say I'm sorry every once in a while. And better yet, like we were talking just above, better yet, um, just say I'm sorry for the portion that you really feel sorry about. You don't have to do a blanket I'm sorry. But if there is a small percentage of what she's saying or bringing up and that's what you resonate to, cop to. And you know what? By saying it out loud, by acknowledging it, it will sear it into your brain to where if this issue comes up again next time, you will be a little bit deterred from doing it again. So, I mean, that's the end goal here is to not repeat the same fight again and again and again without having anything resolved. So, you know, by saying it aloud, it kind of puts a presence to it and uh, will help you for the future to not do this again. Okay. Okay, so um, what else are we going to talk about? All right. Learn from past mistakes and fights. Ain't that a dandy one? All right, why is that? Because you don't want to keep repeating yourself, nor, nor does uh, she want to keep repeating herself. It's redundant, and it wears you out. And it doesn't make you feel close to your partner. In fact, if anything, it pulls you apart. So you want to figure out what to do to bring you closer together. 
Okay, so learn from the past mistakes. Do whatever you have to do to etch it into your brain or, you know, create a new habit around it, whatever you need to do to not repeat it. Okay. Um, recognize that she might be fighting for attention and it's not about the issue at all. Haha. So we have learned, um, you know, in my book, and you've heard me say it on the show a couple of times, that women say X, but they mean Y. It happens all the time. So it might be, it might be that she's not even like that, all that concerned with the issue that she's bringing up. It might be that, you know, she just needs attention from you. So, you know, why does she need attention? All right, let's focus on some of the reasons why that might be. Um, are you making her feel insecure? So this is a common area that she'll pick up on. For example, if you're flirting um, with a coworker, that would give her undue anxiety. So why are you flirt flirting with the coworker? So, um, yeah, look at these things. And if you really do need to be flirting with the coworker, well, then maybe you don't need to be with her. So pick which side of the fence you want to be on and just stay with it. All right? Makes sense, right? So she doesn't want to fight with you, and she doesn't want to be insecure. So um, sometimes women go about it a circuitous way um, to get your attention because they're too afraid to mention what they're really bothered about, which is you're flirting with this other woman. All right. So be aware of that. Okay. Um, is the fight from an outside source? In other words, is the fight like from your mother-in-law or something that her bestie said or maybe her sister? Um, and if so, what makes her bring it up? What makes your partner bring it up? Like why is it important to your partner that she brought it up even though it's somebody else's thought? So, um, you know, by, by couching it that way, you might be able to peel the onion layers and figure out, why she's bringing this up, especially when it's someone else's thought or sentiment. Got it? All right. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Um, do catch us on our call-in line, which is 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951 922 3532. We look forward to uh, hearing from you about arguing. Catch you right back after the break. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world. And you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head on over to Henson Brewing Company. Burbank's first craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. Follow our progress and support us on Facebook and Kickstarter. Coming winter 2016. Henson Brewing Company. Come as you are. Hi guys, you've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, real truth about women that'll change your life forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. 
Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM. Where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we're talking about arguing, how to get through it, how to do it better, how to soften the blow, how to uh, stop repeating past mistakes and past past arguments. Yeah, we're talking about all of that today. So call me. I'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions. My phone number is 951-922-922. 3532-951-922-3532. All right, what else can you do to get on her good, good side? Um, I would say focus, before you get into the argument, focus on what you like about her. And that will keep you in the right frame of mind. That will keep you open-minded and in a positive frame of mind. Um, Another thing that you might want to do is compliment her. Say something like, I really like when you bring up a particular subject. I can tell that you put a lot of thought to it. So, um, yeah, a little complimenting goes a long way. So I would compliment her, um, especially if if she has put a little thought to it, put a little thought and energy to it. Why not focus on that? Why not compliment that? I think it'll, it'll soften the blow. Um, Another thing that you can do is make us time. Go on a date twice a month. Remember I was telling you earlier that a lot of times girls complain about X when really the underlying issue is Y. So one way you can beat her to the punch and soften that blow is to go on consistent date nights. You only have to do this about twice a month. No, it doesn't have to be a very expensive dinner or anything like that. You can just grab a bottle of, uh, you know, grab a bottle of wine or maybe some beer and head out to the beach and open up a picnic blanket and, and 
and watch the sun go down. It could be something as easy as that. You just want to create repeated me time experiences, or I should say us time experiences. Twice a month, that's all it takes. Um, kind of the two subjects that would be off limits would be don't let her talk about the kids and don't you talk about work. Make it fun. Make it as if you were in the initial stages of dating. It helps bring you closer together. It brings that bond and keeps things light and airy where the line of communication is open and free-flowing. So she doesn't have to talk about secondary issues that are completely irrelevant to what she wants to say to you. You want her to be direct and talk about whatever it is that's bothering her, not to beat around the bush and talk, you know, waste half an hour on something that's probably not even relevant to the conversation because she's afraid. She's afraid to be open with you. So having that date night really hits the reset button and keeps you guys fresh and on the same page and that and the open style of communication uh, going. Another thing that you can do is have meals together without any social media or without the TV being on. Come on, on now. Anyone can spare 20 minutes, right? So, um, you know, you can, you can make this happen for a few minutes. Just shut everything down. It lets your partner know that you're into her, that you care about her, that you are listening. And uh, once again, you're being heard. So that's, that's her main objective here. So, um, and plus it feels good. It might be a little difficult in the beginning to get into this habit if you're, you know, always on your social media, but it sometimes feels good to connect with somebody. You know, sometimes it might be a little scary, but, you know, after a while, just like anything, it becomes a habit and it does feel good to bond with her. So, yeah, meals together, make it a habit. All right, another big area is, you know, what is the fight really about? Can you read between the lines or ask her to read between the lines? Maybe the fight really is about money. Did you ever think about that? Maybe you just spent $1,000 on a boy toy and you didn't ask her and you just went ahead and did it. And meanwhile, she wanted to use that $1,000 to go on vacation. So there might be a big discrepancy there about money. So if you're really puzzled and you don't know where the conversation is going, you might want to ask, gee, is this a conversation about money? And let's see where she takes this. All right? Make sense? Okay. Okay, what else can we do? Um, so... <clears throat> Choose a couple of things. Oh, I, I know. I wanted to talk to you about romantic getaways and why that sometimes is a huge source of arguments. Isn't that funny that you've planned for a couple of months to this nice romantic getaway? You're going to spend one-on-one -on -one time and maybe have some bedroom time going and it's all good. And do you ever notice that you guys argue more than ever when it's a romantic getaway time? Why is that? So it's, uh, 
You know, I think it's because she feels safe to open up. That's that's one reason. And then the second reason is she ha- you know, you're together 24/7, so she has your attention. So whereas she might not be able to catch your attention after work cuz I know that guys have to decompose when they come home from work, maybe they have to, you know, chill down for at least a half an hour and not talk and just zone out. I we get that. So um maybe it's you're not very approachable after work and other times of day. But, you know, during a vacation, uh, your time is more free-flowing, so she feels like, okay, that's a safe spot to uh, grab your attention and to talk to you about what she really wants to talk to you about, right? Okay. Um, Let's say you're on this vacation and maybe the source of argument is because you have different ideas on how to spend your day. Hmm. Isn't that strange? Okay, so what you might want to do rather than getting into an argument during the vacation when the clock is ticking, why don't you have this discussion before you leave town? Yeah, and just like if you do want want to make Thursday a golf day and she has no interest in golf or whatever it is, maybe that could be her shopping day or her sightseeing day while you play golf. So it's not that she's thoroughly opposed to your having a different activity. I think it's because you just didn't iron this out before you left town. So it becomes an argument that day. So I would say plan it out a little bit better. And if there is something that's really important to you that you want to do and vice versa, just talk it out. It's not that difficult. Just talk it out. Just work it out. Another thing that might help on vacation to avoid an argument is to plan a few things that you are doing together. So um, maybe you both want to go go to that museum that you've always had your eye on going to. Or maybe you both want to listen to that concert in the other town. <clears throat> so plan a few things that are bonding that you do want to do together and that will... Um, you guys come together and avoid the arguments as well also the money issue probably is going to come into play again so um you know how much money are you spending on on the vacation or how little money you know depending on if the other person is really uh uh, cheap and trying to pinch every single corner maybe you can decide to uh pinch a few corners but not every single corner you know uh maybe you know, because it is a vacation and it is special time, maybe you, you're allowed to splurge, you know, once during the trip or something like that. So talk about the money issue. I think it's an important one. All right. Um, what else? We have, we can look to fighting and, uh, we're, we're currently talking about how to argue with your woman, um, what makes it work, what not to do, what to do, what will escalate it, what will soften the blow. Another thing that you can do is look to agree on certain areas of what she's talking about. So let's say she's fighting. Um, remember earlier I told you look to the percentage that you can be accountable for and that you can take ownership of. Another uh, very effective technique is look to what she's saying and what are areas of overlap. What can you both agree on? That's a very bonding experience too because that's what's, what I call second C, connect with her. So um, you're finding areas of overlap and state them out loud. 
you know, I agree with you on this issue over here. And maybe uh, we both can do better on that particular issue that you brought up. So um, looking to agree is a very uh, bonding time as well. All right. So um, if you've just joined us, you're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Um, by the way, you can support our show in many ways, and uh, this is the way that you can show your love. You can listen to the show. You can call in. You can like my fan page. By the way, my fan page is the same name as the show, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Just go to Facebook, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, and hit Like Page. Um, that Like Page button is in the upper corner uh, right next to the banner, and then hit it a second time to allow notifications. Uh, that will allow you to see once a week, you know, what the topics are, who the guests are, and then if I have any links or references that I talk about on the show, you'll see all of that on the Facebook fan page. Another way that you can show your love is to uh, follow us, comment, share, tell a friend, and buy my book on Amazon. That's Mastering Women, Mastering Women on Amazon. All right, so... Um, call us now, 951-922-3532, 951-922-3532. Uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the top five issues that couples fight about. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Darn, maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archive shows at your convenience. The premium tune-in also allows you to record and listen at a later date. Just Google TuneIn Linda Gross. That's Google TuneIn Linda Gross. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men.
Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Um, please do join us on SoundCloud and Facebook. Just Google the Men's Advocate Show and log in and subscribe to those uh, apps. I'd love to have you here, and I'd love love your uh, feedback and comments on the topics of uh, Please feel free to suggest a topic or a potential guest that you'd like me to have on the show, and I'll see what I can do about that. All right, so today we're talking about arguing. So um, in just a moment, we're going to talk about the five top issues that couples fight about. But before we get into that, um, you know, I'm wondering, you might want to analyze, are you guys mismatched? Because if you're really fighting that much, maybe too much, maybe you shouldn't be together. Um, as I write in my book, birds of a feather flock together. So there really should not be all that much disagreement going on. I mean, you want to pick somebody that is very similar to you in your morals, in your values, your outlook on life, your outlook with regard to money, your outlook with regard to education. Um, you know, all of these things are very important and they should be overlapping as much as possible. Uh, you know, sometimes people choose people, somebody that's very different from they are, but that doesn't seem to last because then you're, you end up fighting and bickering all the time, which certainly is no fun for either one of you. So if you found that you're together for reasons that kind of don't make any sense and you don't feel good about, maybe it's time to let her go. Uh, you know, like I say, if there's too much fighting going on, it's not a good sign. Another effective technique that you can use with regard to fighting is, let's say you always fight at dinner time, you know, because that's the convenient time. You're both home from work. You're both exhausted. You're both tired. Um, you know, you're all weary and your defenses are down and you're fighting uh, at that time. You know, maybe you could find a different time of day to fight. Maybe it might be Saturday morning while you go on your morning walk or maybe a different location to fight. Maybe you're always fighting, you know, at the dinner table uh, where I want you to have peace and quiet at the dinner table and use that as a, as a bonding experience. Instead, you're using that time to fight. So maybe you can agree um, that you, you know, you pick a different location to fight. So say, for example, if you go to coffee every Sunday morning at the lo local coffee house, maybe on the way to the coffee house, that's when you bring up these sticky types of issues. Maybe make it a different time and a place than after work when your defenses are low and you're more apt to say something that you might regret later. So, you know, make it at a time where you really can put your full attention to what the person is saying and, and address it. Um, another really good technique to use is to ask key questions that peel back a few more onion layers. So you might ask, ask questions like, what was your understanding about this issue? See how that's like an open-ended question. It's not making anybody right or wrong. And it might lead you, you know, you might have an assumption where she's going with this discussion, but really she might not be going in that location at all. She might be headed in a different location. So um, knowing and using some really good questions might be, might be the thing to do here. Another good one is 
what am I missing here? See, that's a, that's a good question. I like that because it's allowing her to fill in the blanks as to what might not be obvious to the average person or to you for that matter. Another one you can use is, can you explain what you were thinking at this time? And let, let her come from wherever place she's coming from. That gets her to open up a bit more too. All right. So ask key questions. Ask questions that will unravel it, open-ended questions that will unravel a little bit more of where she's coming from and make it safe for her to do so. So let's talk about the top five issues that couples fight about. Free time. <laughs> oh, boy. Ain't that a big one. So you want to go four-wheeling and she wants you to go shopping for, you know, Aunt Tilly's birthday present or whatever. So that's a tough one, free time. And like I was saying earlier uh, that with, with regard to vacation, you have to do this on your day-to-day uh, behaviors as well. So um, in your free time, you know, uh, you might want to say, okay, I'm going to go tinker in the garage for an hour or I'm going to play video games for an hour. Maybe you want to limit the time and place that you do that so she doesn't feel abandoned. She doesn't feel like you're playing video games for for five hours straight and she has no life and no, uh, you don't matter in her life, you know. She doesn't matter in your life, I should say. So uh, discuss the free time, just like the vacation uh, situation. Discuss it. Um, you know, be on the same page with it. Maybe instead of her getting upset with you, maybe she can use that same free time to go do something that she wants to do. See? Works both ways. Uh, the money issues, that was in the top five. We, we discussed that just a few minutes ago. So that that one really needs to, um, you know, you need to dive in on that one because that's a huge source of aggravation for a lot of couples. Um, physical intimacy. Aha. So, um, you know, a lot of times it's the guy who wants more intimacy than the woman. Um, You know, one great way for her to want it more is for her to get physical, physical outside of the bedroom. So, like even just starting off with going on 30-minute walks, just doing things that get her physically moving, you know, maybe she can graduate to the gym or doing a particular activity like playing tennis on the weekends or whatever it is. But, um, yeah, the physical intimacy thing, it's a big one, and I wouldn't leave it to chance. It's, it's again, it's an area that you guys need to discuss and really try to get on the same page and see if there are compromises that can be made. See if if I give you this, will you give me that? You know, maybe there's an exchange. And by the way, women don't work with even exchanges. Um, it's it's not like, you know, I'll give you oral if you give me oral. Women don't work that way. So it might be I'll give you oral if you wash the dishes. It might be something that's an uneven exchange. So be open to that. You know, I mean, what do you care? You're going to get what you want out of the deal. So what do you care that it's not an even exchange? Be open to it. Another one that made it in the, into the top five is housework, the dreaded housework. Ugh. So what I would do is I would like list, just make a list together. And Let's say there's, I don't know, 20 things on that list housework-wise that needs to get done. You take the items that you like best 
or the items that you hate the least. Maybe, okay, you really don't like making the bed, but, you know, you'll take that over taking out the trash. Or maybe you really don't like, you know, sweeping up the driveway, but you'll take that over, I don't know, taking the dog for a walk or whatever it is. So anyway, take those 20 items, try to figure out what you uh, least like and what you best like to do. And then the areas that are um, in high contention, maybe you just have to, you know, pull names out of a hat, hat, you know, pull, pull the topics out of a hat or just do it randomly, throw darts at it and, you know, you take the first five and I'll take the second five that are left over, you know, something like that. Just get on the same page and then from that day forward, you know that it's your job to do a particular housework duty. Um, another thing that you can do is marry this topic with the money topic. So um, maybe instead of um, going to the local coffee house every day and spending $4 on a coffee drink, maybe if you saved up that money and decided not to do that, maybe you could afford a housekeeper to come in and do some of the, the menial tasks twice a month. So be open to it. There's, there's a lot of different solutions on how to solve some of these problems. Be open to different ideas and different solutions. And if you're really stuck, maybe seek advice or see how your friends handle, you know, certain topics, you know, see what they're doing or go online and maybe you'll get some suggestions or ideas that you haven't even thought of that might be very useful. Another item that came into the top five that, uh, that couples fight about is extended family. Ooh, the dreaded extended family. The mother-in-laws. <laughs> or maybe the the sister-in-laws or whatever it is. It's, it's oftentimes somebody who is meddling and doesn't have your back and doesn't say nice things about you. And, you know, it's very hard to deal with a person like that. But I think first and foremost, uh, with regard to your spouse or your partner, you have to get them on board they have to be having your back first so you know they married you or they're together with you and that sort of has to take a little precedence over their family I know a lot of uh, people don't want to come from that place but if they really are not willing to support you you know to that degree you know I would have to question the relationship. I mean, does that person really want to be with you if they're always taking sides with the extended family and not you and thwarting you? So I'd take a hard look at that and see where that's going to where, where that's going to end up. Okay. So you're listening to the Men's Advocate Show. Please do support our show. Also, by the way, if you want to um, have coaching, if you have trouble with any of these issues or some of the issues that we talk, uh, not on today's show, but any of the issues that we talk about here on this show, um, we can talk about relationships, we can talk about dating, we can talk about business and business goals. I'm here for you. It's very easy to do. You just go on my website, uh, themensadvocate.com, themensadvocate.com forward slash coaching. You can take as much or as little as you want. Um, most people so solve their lifelong problems in four sessions or less. 
but if you only want one session at a time, that's okay too. You can go there and load the PayPal account with as little or as much as you want and we'll get your problem solved for you. So um, if, you're ha- if you happen to be listening Wednesday at 3, pre- 3 p.m. Pacific, that's when we are live. So we'll see you each and every Wednesday, 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and then outside of those times, catch us on the archive on SoundCloud and TuneIn. Thank you very much for joining us today on the Men's Advocate Show. We'll see you next week on the Men's Advocate Show. Talk to you then. <laughs>